1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to Meter and the Coach. Call the show at 401-737-1287. 103.7 WEEI. Southern New England Sports Original.
2: Fantastic stuff from Billy Andre. We thank him. Good friend of Tim Welsh's and, uh, of course, many in Rhode Island, the pride of Bristol, Rhode Island. This is Meter and the Coach. Tim, a jam-packed show. As always, we haven't really touched college football What a night in college football last night. If you watch Notre Dame-Duke, another sellout crowd at Duke. They had game day earlier in the day, and Duke fell 21-14. May have lost Riley Lender their quarterback, for a long time. He's out, looks like, with a leg injury. Uh, that's a huge blow for them. Sam Hartman, fourth and 16, picks up a first down, running the ball to uh, ice the game for Notre Dame. Uh, so, you know, that obviously it was a spotlight game. It wasn't necessarily the best game of the day. You got look at USC and Colorado. I think, you know, Colorado was dead in the water. They're down 21 nothing in the blink of an eye, and they come back. 48-41, USC. Caleb Williams, six touchdowns. USC scored 40 or more. Uh, every game now, for the first time to start the year, for the first time since t- 2003, so they're a wagon. You got Texas at Oklahoma next week, the Red River Rivalry. That should be a shootout. Uh, college football keeps getting better. College
3: football is uh, outshining the NFL so far. You know the NFL. You know they're all over the place. The Thursday night games, the, the double headers on Monday, the Sunday night games. You got. Games from London this morning, I mean, I don't know. I, I just think it takes away from the the marquee, the good old Sunday afternoon, 4.30 games, 4.25 games. Uh, it, just, I mean, last week, the games were horrible. And uh, I, I said it going into it. I thought college football was much better last week than the NFL as far as yeah, that goes but... to the Saturday-Sunday.
2: We're having trouble hearing you, Tim. I think our, uh, our Zoom connection is a little off, but uh, agreed about how the NFL is just scattered. Uh, NFL's, yeah, I said it's funny. I I, I use this in, I teach broadcasting at BC, as you know, and I used this example the other day to my students in terms of in terms of broadcasting the NFL versus college football. And think about what's a better sport visually to watch right now. It's college football. It's the pageantry. It's the drama. It's the pulsating action. It's the close game. It's the, the reaction of the fans in the stands, whether it be the student section and the look of shock and awe on their faces and everything they deal with every week. I know it's a little dramatic on my part, but from a TV perspective, college football is a better watch. It's just, and I know the NFL does amazing numbers, but college football. It's an investment and fans are invested. I know it's not necessarily in new England because this is not a great college football area, but, and that's too bad because it should be, uh, even if you have no skin in the game, but college football from a TV standpoint is much better than the NFL. Tim, you back with us. We're
3: back on track here. Uh, you know, the, uh, the the college football has been really good. Uh, Clemson got back on track yesterday as well. Uh, you know, Georgia, uh, I don't know who's going to play with Georgia. I don't know if it's Ohio state. I don't know if it's Michigan uh, USC looks strong as well. Those teams out West are pretty good. And uh, I think that uh, it, when you, as you move forward, it's it's kind of entertaining this year more than ever. I think we talked about it with, with Mark Packer a couple of weeks ago, and it's not just the Clemson and Alabama every year. I think we kind of got sick of that. And uh, it's just like in basketball, you get tired of Duke and Kentucky for a while. Now everybody, you know, the, the field is balanced. The field's balanced. There's a lot of good teams, which makes Saturdays really exciting. Start from day one. I mean, Duke. That crowd at Duke last night was was great. Uh, they hung in there with Notre Dame, but just couldn't overcome the injury. And you know, Notre Dame's a good team as well. You know, Hartman is just a terrific player to watch.
2: Yes, and uh, no, that, no question that college. Football has a lot of parity. Watch out for Oregon. Watch out for Washington, even though we can't pay that much attention to them because the games are always on at 10.30 Eastern time. But Bo Nix and Michael Pennock are two of the best players in the country. They're, those quarterbacks will be – they're going to be pros. Pennocks might win the Heisman. Uh, yeah, I mean 401 401-777-1037. Let's go to uh, Tim as you got interrupted there. Let's go to Jeff in Rhode Island on the Ryder Cup. Good morning, Jeff.
0: Hey, good morning, guys. Um, real quick on them Ryder Cups. Um, I'm not really surprised that they're getting beat. I'm just surprised they're getting beat this bad. I mean, that Europe team, after, you know, you have Rory, Rom, and Hovland, Patton, Fitzpatrick and Tommy Fleet would have been playing great all year and down the stretch. But my idea going forward is, first off, Zach Johnson, he's a lifeless captain. He doesn't seem like a guy that really motivates. I think when they go to Bethpage, if they don't bring Tiger as the captain and scrap this idea of pods and 10 assistant captains, let him just say, let's make 10 10 of the or 12 of the best players or whatever, 12 players, and let's go from there. They've got to scrap this idea because what they're doing doesn't work anymore and especially doesn't work in Europe. Where these guys, they care about the Ryder Cup. These guys are fired up from a young age to win the Ryder Cup because they wanted to prove that the European Tour was a big deal. And I uh, just wanted your thoughts on it.
2: No, I think that's you know valid on all points, Jeff. I think the U.S. clearly is is in disarray. Uh, yes, I think it's a, a nationalistic thing, and where you know maybe it's just the players are just you know it's the old one man corporation thing. Where they're just it's Brooks Kepka Inc., it's Scotty Scheffler Inc., it's you know, it's 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 Justin Thomas Inc. And that's why chemistry doesn't mean anything, but I guess it means something. I guess, but then you can say on the on the international side, Tim, these guys are actually enjoying playing with each other.
3: Yeah, and it's funny now, a lot of these guys play and live in the US now, but they're still they're still unified. And that's what I don't get that, you know, the, the old buddy system, I, I don't buy that. Europe didn't go with that. I think Luke Donald has been absolutely terrific in, uh just putting the whole team together. You know, the, the kid O'Bear from Texas tech. I mean, he's just an incredible story. I mean, you know, how much heart did it have to take and, and guts to pick him, you know, a kid who's never played in a major. You know, he's played in college this year. So, I mean, that, that to me shows that, that they've got it together. It's not about who your friends are. It's it's not about chemistry. You know, what chemistry does he have with the rest of the t- team? None. He's 22 years old. He's never even played with these guys, basically. But he continues to hit great shots and, and just play like he has no fear out there on the course. I would have absolutely picked Keegan Bradley and lucas glover and put him on this team they they have maturity they've been through it they weren't they wouldn't be afraid uh glover glover is just complete turnaround in his game in the last year and and bradley's just had a great year he's had a great year and he's tough and emotional as well so i don't get how he was left off the team that's for sure
2: it, it, it's something we always ask if we can see it why can't they you know if, if we can see bill bolichick needs more weapons why can't He'd see it. If, you know, we can see the Red Sox need more pitching, why can't Bloom see it? It's something sports fans always ask. And it's not a second guess. I think, you know, it's a first guess on your part. I know you were talking about this a couple weeks ago about why they didn't add the better players for this year. Go with 2023 hot hands, and those are two of your hot hands. You might as well do it. We got to take a timeout. Coming back, we'll have things that intrigued us from the week that was on a jam-packed Sunday with Meter and the Coach, Sports Radio, W E I 103.7.